Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Rachel Tyson from Organic Bronzing Studio. How are you doing today, Rachel? I am fantastic, Grant. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful Friday morning. Sure, it's my pleasure. All right. So if you want to take a second to to introduce yourself, obviously I, I told everybody you know who you are and the name of your business. But if you want to talk a little bit about about yourself and the business and and you know give us a little background information, that'd be wonderful. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, I started Organic Bronzing Studio um, a year ago this month, actually, um, and it has been an amazing journey this, this year. Um, I come from 20 years of a healthcare background, um, so I helped people in a little bit of a different way, um, and uh, I became a client of spray tanning, and then I just loved it so much and how it made me feel, and I got certified about three years ago and uh, worked with another company, and she moved her business. And I wasn't done spray tanning, so Organic Bronzing Studio was born. Oh, very cool, very cool. And, and for everybody that's listening, obviously, I've had a few interviews here recently with people that are relatively new to the business but have seen some success because I like to show the different, you know, the variety of, of different uh, people in the industry. We have people that have been in for 15 years, one year, you know, three years, et cetera. So Rachel obviously has only been in a year but has found some success so far, which she will share with us. Uh, during the interview, but again, Rachel, thanks for uh, for for joining us here. Yeah, super excited. Awesome. So during this first year, um, you've had some some ups and downs, I'm sure, uh, good and bad times. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> obviously, more good than bad. But if you want to share uh, both sides of the spectrum, both your worst entrepreneurial moment as well as your best so far, th- that'd be great. Oh gosh, my best and worst. Um, let's start with the worst, I guess. Uh, you know, the worst times, I can't pick like one particular day, Grant. It's just, you know, there are tough times that we, I think, all face as business owners and, and especially in this industry. But I think the worst or toughest times are going to be like um, when when we're in busy season, I found like starting the company, um, trying to get all that admin administration and business stuff and your website up and, you know, all the legalities and my legal paperwork together, Um I think proved to be one of the the biggest struggles I had, and the most tears that were shed. And mm-hmm. you know, I I just wanted to, to to spray tan and be you know this great artist, and I had to be bogged down with you know um, system operations and things like that that I'm not really the expert in. Um, so that was probably one of the toughest. And going through those transitions as your business grows and and trying to add you know and change websites and and uh, get those things that are going to make my daily operations a little bit easier. Um, those have kind of been my hardest, uh, toughest stage. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's not fun work, but it's stuff that has to be done. <laughs> it's got to be done. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, you know, I can't probably pick one particular best day. I mean, you know, OBS is a year young, um, and we've got a long way to go, but for me, like those best moments, I actually sit down and text my girls um, from the previous day, every appointment, just to check on color and to see, um, you know, how, how they're responding to their 
their treatment and their session with me. And I think the best is every day when I get those text messages back and they're like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed or, oh, my God, this is the best spray tan I've ever had in my whole life. Or, you know, I'm going to be tanorexic now. Um, <laughs> those are those best day moments right. that like even when you have a, uh, a tough client or a, a bad day, like you get those text messages and these women are just enriched and they're right. so excited and they just love you. And those are those best moments. So yeah. I, I guess I have a best day every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I want to touch on a couple of things first on, on the, on the worst side or the things that are most challenging for you, the administrative work, the things that's, that aren't fun that you don't enjoy doing obviously, but are requirements of a business, uh, taking care of those things and getting them done, obviously help to kind of systematize things and, and set you up for more success down the road. So, you know, digging in and taking care of everything, whether it takes a month to get it done um, or a week or two months, whatever, kind of clears up the room so that you don't have to spend as much time moving forward. Obviously, there's the yearly things that you have to do, uh, like we were discussing before the call, but, you know, th those kind of things that aren't fun, uh, that we don't enjoy doing as much. Sometimes, uh, if you're not going to pay somebody else to do it, at least, you know, it's good to take care of that stuff and get it done. <laughs> yeah. And we all procrastinate on things we don't enjoy doing, but, uh, you know, doing those things and doing that harder work will set you up for success uh, down the road. Um, and I like the comment you made about texting. I know some other people that do that as well. I think that that's something that's overlooked. I think people think that it takes too much time, but I also think that it's very valuable. It shows that you care, first off. And second of all, you get good feedback. Typically, most of the feedback that people hear is negative, and then they get into the forums or they get somewhere online and they start, you know, they get down and probably start doubting themselves because the only feedback yeah. they received is a negative, hey, why is this tan splotchy or whatever it may be but they don't think about the other 90 tans they did that were perfect. So exactly. that's a good thing to help keep your, um, keep your, you know, enthusiasm high and, and get the feedback from your customers. And it's fantastic. I mean, my girls are, are phenomenal. They, they send pictures. They are, they're, they're bringing me into like the Instagram age. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really been an awesome journey and, and it makes me smile every day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what counts. I mean, you're in business to, to do that, right? It's something you enjoy, <laughs> which sounds like you're definitely enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you've only been at it for a year. So, uh, you know, some of the people when I ask this question, they think back to the days of MySpace and things like that. But do you remember how you got your first paying uh, client? Um, yeah, I was, I, you know, I was kind of apprenticing under another gal for a while. And, um, you know, when she decided to leave, uh, Virginia, she moved her business to New York. Um, she asked me if I wanted to keep, you know, kind of spray tanning. And so really my first paying customer was really through her. But, um, when I started OBS, um, my husband encouraged me to do like the free listing on Yelp. And I was like, Oh, I don't know about that. I've heard bad things. Um, but I did, I put my free listing on Yelp and literally, um, I had my very first mobile client. My first paying client was a mobile client, um, from Yelp. And since then I would say that, um, over this year, a lot of my paying customers came from Yelp and now it's become more of, of referral, um, word of mouth. And so that's been an amazing kind of like organic transition to see is Yelp was kind of my springboard. But now my girls really, really, it's kind of like they pass around the organic bronzing studio, little black card, like part of the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's awesome because they're like, oh, she told me I needed to bring my card so you could see I was referred to, you know, that kind of thing, like a little black card society. So um, my first paying client was from Yelp. So I, I owe a lot to that. But um, since then, it has really just. Um, transitioned into um, amazing referral growth. Yeah, which is, 
you know, uh, word of mouth is the most powerful marketing tool and always will be. So that's great. You know, once once you provide a good service, which you obviously do, then then that kind of snowballs, for lack of a better word. But, you know, Yelp and, and other free tools, uh, Google My Business, which has a free listing as yeah. well, are great ways to get out there. Uh, you know, I don't care as much for Yelp and their business practices, but the, the, it is, you know, it is a brandable thing that people actually go to the app and search for things. So it's good to be on there. Yeah. Take advantage of all the free listings you can. <laughs> so for sure. Absolutely. That's definitely something to do. And that's interesting about the the little uh, black card society, the kind of elite status or whatever you want to call it. Um, an interesting thing, whether you meant for that to happen or not, it's, it's definitely good that it did happen. <laughs> Your list to God's ears, it's, it's kind of taken on a little growth spurt of its own. Yeah, yeah, which is cool because you think about a lot of things that are, are successful. Facebook, for instance, was um, probably grew like it did because it was only you know an option for college students at first, and then as soon as it opened up, they had all these people just waiting to sign up. So it's interesting for that kind of uh, elite status where people have memberships or whatever it may be to, to kind of set that apart from anyone else. Uh, definitely. So for you, uh, you've obviously gone through some changes within the first year. I mean, you, you essentially absorbed some clients from, from the lady that moved from uh, up to New York. But other than that, what kind of changes have you made within your business um, on like a daily, weekly, and monthly basis as as you've grown or, or as you've obviously grown your client base? You have probably spending a lot more time spraying than you were a year ago. So what yes. kind of changes have you made um, in, in order to keep up with the growth and success that you've had? Well, I officially launched in October of last year, and I was working as a full-time uh, administrator. So I had a full-time nine-to-five job. <laughs> um, and since I launched the company in in October, um, I left my full-time uh, uh, healthcare career job um, back in April. Um, my 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 demand, my appointments were just um, they were just coming in like crazy, and I loved spray tanning way more than I loved my nine-to-five. Um, and uh, from from day one, my husband's been super supportive, and he was like, quit. Just quit. You don't love it anymore. You love spray tanning. You love your girls. Just do this. And literally, the very next month, when I was no longer hindered by a nine-to-five job, my my spray tan appointments just doubled. Um, you wow. know, I went from having, you know, two to three in the evenings to um, eight to ten a day because I was available and because yeah. I answered my phone. Yep. I was at my nine-to-five. I couldn't answer the phone. So that was a huge growth spurt back in May. Um, that, you know, I had to make the change for. I had to, you know, make a change or, or stay status quo, and I was ready to take that leap. Um, so that was uh, a tremendous help um, with the growth of the business. Um, I think day-to-day, uh, -day, um, just getting myself kind of color-coordinated um, in my organization and my planning and setting fixed hours um, to the business. Like, I'm, I'm, like I, I heard somebody say it. I'm not the Walmart of spray tanning. Um, I'm not open 24 hours, yep. and um, that was tremendously helpful as well to really just set some boundaries between my business hours and my and my family time, um, and it was a great success. Like all my customers were like, "Yeah, that that makes sense." Um, so those are things that have been a little tweaked and adjusted throughout this year with the major growth in May um, after you know quitting my nine to five, and then just getting organized to help me stay on track. That's the most important. Like I start my day the same way every day. Like, you know, I, I come down to my studio and, you know, send out my texts first thing in the morning and I get into a routine so that it's just a habit, you know, and, and it just, it's just a flow. So when I first started, it was really challenging and those were some of the tough days 
creating these like trends or these business, you know, routines. And now it's just as easy as, you know, brushing my teeth in the morning at second nature. Right. Right, right, right. If you, and if you look at a lot of successful people, they have those routines, they have their calendar set out for the next few months. Like you can literally see what they're going to do day day per day. Yeah. Obviously, some of that may have some flux in there, and depending on your industry and your business, et cetera, it might, it might be different. But <laughs> it's definitely good to have some kind of routine and, and to get into that. It kind of gets you in the flow to get everything going. It's cool to hear that you were able to quit your job. I mean, six yeah. months in, able to quit. Perfect timing for the industry because May, obviously, is one of the more busy months anyway. So you kind of got that springboard on top of that. Yeah. Uh, but but the extended availability really would be is helpful. And a lot of people find that once they either quit their job or once they get a physical location, yeah. how much more demand you get. Uh, and, and, you know, there's obviously reasons to, to kind of be worrisome at first until you see that success. And I'm sure you thought about it uh but with the support of your husband obviously it was kind of a no-brainer yeah. for you so that's that's very cool to hear yeah it was really, he just uh he pushed me off that cliff and i spread my things and we just went for it <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say i was curious were you like um did you still feel some hesitation to quit uh, i mean you said you were in that i was scared to death <laughs> yeah okay because you said 20 years at the other job yeah i was scared to death. I mean, that's all I'd ever known. Healthcare. I was an administrator. So it was, um, it was like, I was terrified. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to have a, a, a facility to come to. I'm not going to have patients. Like, no, I was terrified. I was, I was yeah. literally terrified. It was the scariest thing I ever did. Um, but I did not, I'm so glad that I didn't let the fear stop me from making one of the best decisions I've ever done. The only thing I regret is I didn't do it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's usually people's response <laughs> Yeah. Once, once they find that out. So, yeah, that that cliff is definitely something that that keeps you there, um, and and the comfort, obviously. And I, I'm a huge proponent on on getting outside of the comfort zone. And like like a lot of people know, I have that little coaster that my wife bought me that said, "Life begins at the end of your comfort zone." Um, you know, uh, Neil Donald Walsh said that, so it's a great great quote. But it's very true because if you hadn't ever ever stepped out of that, then you would still be working that job and and you know kind of running a side business, a side hustle, but nothing more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good for you. Kudos to you definitely for taking that step. <laughs> um, and so if if you had to pinpoint one thing that has been instrumental in the growth of your business over the first year, uh, if it was just one thing you said that you've done very well, what would you say that one thing is out of uh, marketing or, or anything, whatever it is that's, that's grown your business? I'm, I, I guess I'm old school marketing. I, I kiss. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Like I mm. literally, I think the biggest success for my business has been follow up and follow through. Um, and to me, it's been that simple. Just follow up with what I say I'm going to do and, you know, follow through with my girls. Um, and I just, I treat every client um, as if it were me. Like every mm. client that walks in my door, I want them to have an experience as if, you know, I were walking in my door and they should feel, um, you know, luxurious and special and that they're the only client that is important to me. And so that's truly been the, the greatest success, I think, for o OBS or Organic Bronzing Studio was that um, when they walk in that door for that 30 minute appointment, they have my undivided attention. Yeah, right, right. And we've heard that from I've heard that consistently from most of the people on the podcast that obviously have, have found some success in, the, in that treating the, the clients like that or or giving them your full attention, giving them that full 30-minute window or whatever it is to kind of make it more than just a come in and get out yeah. uh, kind of service is very, is uh, definitely very important. Uh, you know, keeping it simple is, is a good thing to do. I think too many people stretch themselves too thin, 
And, you know, you look at all the ways to market nowadays with a website and, and Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever it may be. And everybody tries to do everything okay instead of doing one thing really good. Uh, and I've told people to kind of focus on what they feel most natural at first off and second of all find out if you look back and you can say okay all these clients came from this specific source why not invest more energy into that versus trying to do other things that might not even work so if you take a step back and say oh all these clients came from referrals okay well let's add a referral program or let's push this a little bit more then you'll see growth versus uh, let's set up an Instagram and start posting random pictures and trying to get people in here. Yeah, it's, it's funny, actually, that you bring that up. I started my referral program, actually, at our one-year anniversary, and my girls are going crazy over it. They love it. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Do you, do you mind sharing the details of that program? So um, what I've done with my girls is for every three clients that they send me, I hand them at half off. Um, okay. And then I've also added like a frequent um, like VIP card. And so for every six visits, um, they get half off. And for every 12, their 12th one's on me. Okay. So they have to keep their cards. They have to have them. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't stamp them when they're, when they're, you know, they've forgotten them. So it's, it's important. They're like, they're hanging on to that, that VIP card from OBS for, for dear life. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two have rolled out and um, I have actually seen a spike this month. Um, we're also coming into our busy season, but um, a spike this month in referrals. I think probably yeah. out of the 14 girls I tanned yesterday, only two of them came from Yelp, and the rest were referral, word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. That, that that's right. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely working, and, and I think a lot of people overlook that. That's like one of the oldest old school marketing ways, whatever you want to call it, that would be the first thing I would implement in, in any kind of business is that referral type thing. Uh, it's It seems pretty uh, – it's relatively simple to set up, right, even if you – give them a piece of paper or some way to mark it down while you kind of perfect the system. It makes sense to do it. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Like they're getting something because they love you and they're referring their friends to you. They trust you. And that's important. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty cool setup. Do you, should you do like a punch card thing? Did you order some cards or something? I did. I ordered it. I, you know, I had my new logo designed um, a couple Mm -hmm. months ago. So I put the new logo Mm -hmm. out and then I just um, put 12 little dots on it. I bought a, um, a cute little unique hole punch so that, you know, nobody could. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And so now my girls, like they get excited. They were like, I got my card. Can I get a stamp? Um, so that's so <laughs> cute. And I love that. It makes me smile. It makes me very happy that they're excited and they, they, you know, they're already planning their next tanning. You know, I had one girl yesterday, she had her VIP card and she's like, I need to book you out through February. Do you have your next wow. year's calendar? So that's awesome. That's been an amazing um, transition and growth. And um, I had one client yesterday, as a matter of fact, she's a real estate agent in the D.C. area, and she was like, with the referral program and the half off and then, you know, doing the, the VIP cards, she was like, you're a smart businesswoman. She's like, you keep them coming back. And and the thing is, is it doesn't cost us as business owners. I mean, think about what our solution costs us and all the supplies. It's worth a half price tan because of the amount of money that they are spending and they're trusting with you and they believe in your business and you've got a great product, it's worth it. You know, take half yeah. off the tan. We, we still we still have a good uh, margin there. Yeah, 100% agree. I've actually, I've actually told some people, and obviously it's kind of a testing thing for your market and demographic, et cetera, but I've even told people, you know, if you can't get referrals, tell people you, you'll even give them, and some people may not like to say that, but... Tell, tell them you'll give them a free tan if they refer somebody because you get that other person. So basically it's a half tan, half cost tan for each of them. And then the lifetime value of that person and the new person is it's totally going to outweigh that free totally tan. totally worth it. That residual yeah. business is irreplaceable. 
Yeah, which which is interesting to see if you ever like hit a low or something. You say, all right, for the month of you know February, we're gonna do uh, one, you know, bring a referral, get a or send a referral, get a free tan yep. or something like that, just to see how it works. And it's a testing thing. It's never perfect, but just just do it. <laughs> it's working out well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. That that's good to hear. I love that. And the referrals is is always gonna be good. So. Very good. So, and um, you you started uh, you learned through somebody locally there. So did did they set you up with the equipment and solution, or did you do that on your own? So they set me up. They did kind of my training, my my initial training, and then mm-hmm. I furthermore went on and and did some um, like online training and things like that because I really just wanted to hone my skill. Um, so like the National Spray Tan Association went through them. Um, and just really a lot of uh, YouTubes and, you know, picking brains of other really great, yeah. <laughs> great sensations, but continuing my education month after month just to make myself better as an artist and as a technician, um, we can never stop learning. And so nope. I'm always looking for books or, you know, new techniques or new equipment um, just because I, I feel that my clients deserve the very best from me. And it doesn't mean I take my training just, you know, one time and then I'm the best forever it means that i continue to to hone in that skill so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah very cool very cool that's good to hear uh as far as you know never stop learning is important and a lot of people that also have been on the podcast have said that and that's mm-hmm. consistent with anybody that's successful in any industry they never stop learning they never stop you know whether whether it's reading or videos or whatever it is you know yeah. as soon as you stop learning you're basically digress degressing because everybody else is is springing forward so that's something that everybody should strive to do and never have that you know I know it all kind of attitude absolutely <laughs> very good very good and um the type of solution you use did you mention that uh no so i work with um i work with a company down in florida um vip premium blend Tom mm-hmm. Painter is the owner. He's been in the industry kind of on the, the back side of it, creating solutions and things like that for almost 20 years. Um, I stumbled across him doing some education and fell in love with VIP premium blends. So we worked together to just kind of, you know, find the right line that worked for me and what I loved. And, you know, we went through a couple of trial and errors with different solutions and different ingredients. And I finally found the one that was key for me and my business. And since then, I really... Um, I'm just in love with it, and I yeah. I haven't deviated. I've tried yeah. almost everything out there, and um, I just keep coming back to VIP Premium Blends and the line that we have, and um, and it's amazing. My clients love it. Yeah, that's great to hear, and I, and I love to. I think I sent out an email two weeks ago or something about that. You know, find your product and stick with it. Don't waste your time and money doing that. And, and obviously, at some point maybe it'll change. But there's so many people that just are looking for the next best thing or think that that's gonna somehow elevate their business and that unfortunately won't do too much <laughs> at all it's not going to move them forward as much as you know setting up a referral program or something like that so uh that's interesting to hear that you've you've kind of stuck with that and i'm sure it's it's uh done well for you it so that's, i'm not yeah. of the old belief if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> there you go absolutely absolutely I, I think that a lot of and i i feel like at least from reading the forms and stuff like people might be slower they might get frustrated and the first thing they do is think oh i need a new product uh but if you don't have complaints you have continual you know you have clients that are coming back yeah. it's obviously working uh, for you, so like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you did mention that you went through some training and certification. Um, you said uh, both locally and online. Did what did what did you find most beneficial from those trainings? Like obviously, online's a little different. You kind of have to to do it on your own. But even for the in person trainings, I find that a lot of people 
feel really comfortable while they're there mm-hmm. with the person. But as soon as you step out on your own, it's like uh, they freeze up, you know. <laughs> so I'd be interested to hear how your experience was. Oh, well, you know, I I mean, again, um, I'm going to throw my husband in here. He was such a great guinea pig for me. So anytime mm-hmm. I I did training or found a new technique or watched a new video or, you know, even when I first started out, um, you know, this big bad Marine, I would put him in my booth and I would be like, babe, I got to try this. I got to try this technique. Um, he's been such a great sport. And so, you know, that confidence has come from just owning it. You got to own it. Like, don't be afraid, you know, things happen, um, but they're fixable. And so I always kind of took that mentality, like, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to own it. And that, that old saying, fake it to make it. Like if you just, if you own it and you have that confidence, like it it comes, it really does. And I've never looked back. I mean, even when I started kind of doing um, contouring on my own after, you know, reading blogs and watching videos and, you know, training and stuff like that. I was, I was a little shaky and a little nervous, but again, I was like, babe, let me contour your abs. Babe, let me contour. I got to work on your bald head, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so I could get to learn the feel for my bodybuilders, yeah. things like that. So um, it, it was just, just own it, learn it, own it and, and run with it, make it work. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's, uh, that's so true. I've, feel like I've talked to a lot of people that, that are hesitating or they, they just question themselves too much. And that's that's natural, I think, for us as human beings to do that, whether it's something you've learned or something you've been doing. I mean, me, myself, I've done web-based stuff, you know, websites and stuff for like eight years, and I still question stuff. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like, you know as much as anyone else, um, you know, on, on certain topics, obviously. So it's interesting. You just kind of own it and go for it. Um, if I don't know it, I'm going to figure it out regardless. So just follow your gut. Just let, let yeah. go and follow your gut. It never leads you wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Thanks to your husband for being a guinea pig. A lot of people will say their husband, their friends. Uh, Jimmy Coco had the, the the paper towel that he used. So that poor paper towel. <laughs> no, but you know, you do have to practice. A lot of people, I think, go through the training. They're super pumped and as soon as they get home from training or whatever, or watching a video, then they they freeze up. So you just have to jump into it and do it. Yeah. Get your friends over there, test it. You're not gonna like. What's the worst that can happen? Like seriously. Yeah have them jump in the shower or something like that. So very cool. That, that's good that you kind of uh, have that mentality. I think you have to have that in any business, especially something like spray tanning. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Rachel, before the final question, I just wanted to personally thank you on behalf of myself and the Happy Tans community for joining us on the podcast. Obviously, you're you're still pretty new to the industry, only a year in, but you've had great success so far, and I'm excited to follow you and your journey as you continue to grow um, OBS and, and everything. So I'll definitely keep in touch with you, and I hope you do with us as well. Um, and the final question, if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out a, a year ago, what would you say? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I... I think I would just kind of stay true to myself and, and I would probably write the letter to say, you know, be your purple cow. There's a book out there called the purple cow and it's how you make yourself different. But, um, tell myself just to focus, you know, don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff and just get up every day with that. Go give attitude and do your best every day. And, um, you know, that would probably be, cause those are my struggles. It's just, you know, yeah. don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. And I, I say that to myself every day. Um, yep. So just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Too. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love the, yeah the Nike quote. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that the purple cow. I know that book. I actually had a friend that was just telling me they read that. that that's super cool. Good idea. I mean, I love the concept of you know kind of just be yourself, be the purple cow. Like 
it, it, there's, I think that's an issue with, um, with any business is like the first thing, you know, I do, if I'm looking for something, I look at a competitor, like, why do you want to replicate what they've done? Just do what you want to do. Yeah. Same thing with this industry, same thing with people, you know, it's good to share things, but sharing images and stuff like that, you just look like everyone else that's out there. So find a way to step outside, find a way to be different, find a way to think outside the box, yep. you know, and, and don't sweat the small stuff. If you really think about it, when you sit down, as long as you, you know, you're healthy, you have food, water, shelter, your family's healthy, friends are healthy and, and everybody's there. That, that stuff really matters. This Messing up somebody's tan is not the end of the world. <laughs> like seriously, um, you know, there's there's definitely worse out there. So that's good. Don't sweat the small stuff. I completely agree with that. That's a great letter to yourself, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it, I, if you ever come to my office, if you ever if you're ever here, I do have that book actually at my front desk. And you know, sometimes I think we're part spray tanners and part psychologists. And yeah. <laughs> you know, my, all my girls go, yeah, you know what? You're right. Don't sweat the small stuff. So it's a letter to myself, but it's a letter to every woman that, that I'm, I'm blessed to be able to tan and enrich their lives and, and, and be a part of, you know? Yeah, that's very awesome. I love to hear your enthusiasm for everything, Rachel. I can tell that there's much more success to come for you, uh, a lot more than you've already seen. So uh, you know, congrats and kudos to you for everything you've done thus far and to, uh, good luck to everything moving forward. And like I said, I'll definitely follow you, keep in touch. If anybody has any questions for you, if you don't mind, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, yeah, they can email me, Rachel at organicbronzingstudio.com. Um, if I don't get you right away, I'm a one man show, so I will respond to emails. <laughs> awesome, Rachel. You can check me out on Facebook too. I, I respond pretty quickly. Okay, cool. Well, I'll share your your uh, your email as well, Facebook link on the show notes. But thank you so much for for taking time out of your uh, beautiful Friday morning to join us here on the Happy Tans podcast. And thank you for sharing your story. Awesome. Thanks, Grant. Yep. Take care. Bye. Uh huh. Bye bye. Hey, Happy Tan listeners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode twenty four of the Happy Tans podcast with Rachel Tyson from Organic Bronzing Studio. She shared a great story, uh, you know, on the podcast with us. And, and like I said, I wanted to have some people that had a little bit less experience. She's obviously been in the industry herself for a year. She started learning about three years ago. But it's so cool to hear that people are having such great success. You know, six months into her business on her own, she was able to quit her full-time job that she had worked for over 20 years. And now she is truly working in something that she is really passionate about. And she's loving every minute of it. She shared a lot of insight, a lot of information on a referral program using Yelp and other other platforms to kind of get some clients and then how the word of mouth uh, you know kind of uh, snowballed from there. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much on behalf of me and the Happy Tense uh, community for for sharing your story. That, that's such great uh, insight and information into your business. Um, as always, everyone, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me, grant at happytans.com or come view us at the website happytans.com. Thank you very much and happy tanning.